sip wine, wine, wine. Kick my feet up when I get time. And as I recline, take another sip, let my thoughts unwind. Sip it and spill it. Sip it and spill it. Sip it and spill it. The tea. Sip it and spill it. What is popping, everyone? What's popping, hoochies? <laughs> okay, well, this hoochie is popping pussy tonight. Okay, on maybe, who? maybe on wit. I don't on know. When? Maybe, maybe I lied. Actually, well, maybe I'm just gonna pop my ass tonight. Okay, I so don't you know. you feeling very outsideish? I'm feeling outside. I'm feeling not outside. I'm feeling in between. I'm feeling I want to get some shrimp. I, I feel, feel like, like that. the way that Houston is Houstoning. If that's a word, Houstonian. I want to know Houstonian? when you say that, what exactly does it mean? This motherfucking heat, bitch. Yeah, but whenever you said this Don Julio is a na- this Anejo is a nail a nail hang. What and I mean, it's doing what it needs to do. And Houston is not okay. doing what it needs to do. So I feel like that's an adverse. But anyone that lives in Houston so, would how know. How are we supposed to know which one you mean when you say that? Because the niggas that live in Houston know what Houston and Houston is in. Okay. Like gotcha. when we when we know it's Contact too fucking clues. yes. So okay. like we know it's too motherfucking hot to fucking like. You said that he's like, I want to do, but I don't know. And the reason why you don't know if you don't want to do it is because of the fucking heat, not because of anything else. No, it's really because I am also high. So I'm like, damn, when you get high, you don't really want to do too much. But I mean, by the time you're done, you're not going to be high. You're going to be crossfaded. Mm, you're right. So depending on how we feel at the end of this episode, we're going to... And usually when you're on a high, you're ready to like keep going. Because once you get Sammy drunk, she's ready to keep going. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. So how you niggas doing though? We, we doing good. We hot. I've been sweating. And y'all, I wear natural deodorant, so it's been real hard out here for me. So are you smelling? I haven't smelled, like, bad. I don't think okay. I have, but I've been sweating profusely. Yeah. And I, like, I'm always around my friends. I'm like, can you smell me? Can you smell me? Did you know there's a difference between antiperspirant and deodorant? And one ends is taxable and one is not? Isn't that crazy? What? There's a difference between antiperspirant and deodorant. But aren't they the same thing, though? Well, there's a difference, and I think the antiperspirant, you don't get taxed if you buy it, and deodorant, you get taxed if you do. But they have the same shit in it. I think one stops from sweating, and the other one stops from smelling. Antiperspirant mm. stops from sweating, and deodorant just stops from, gives you a good I smell. would not fucking know. I would not yeah. seek to find that out. But it was just a crazy random fact that I remembered. <laughs> but you know another crazy random fact? Let's get into mother- uh, story time. Let's get into some story time. Uh, pretty random, too. So, um, B. Simone, have you noticed she stopped that, all that manifesting bullshit? Remember when she was on her manifesting? She was on my manifesting, that, um, and like, affirming and X, Y, and Z. Yes. Well, not the book was fake, but she didn't write the book. It was plagiarized. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like B. Simone has always been in character because I feel yeah. like we like watched her funny videos and now she's a fitness guru. Is she? It's, okay. I don't know. but she, I mean, She's no longer doing the comedy? Is I, she still on Wild and Out? Girl, is Wild and Out even still on? Yeah, definitely still on. Carlos Miller just talked about how um, Nick Cannon don't got any black baby mamas and when he gonna make a black baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he never. The answer is never. 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 He was like, you've been wearing this turban talking about all this black power shit, but all these wild and out girls are all white. Where the black, like he was going in on how he, he's black. Was he on the show saying that? Or what? Yes, he talked about his own boss that way. This is why Carlos Miller, Carlos, Carlos Miller, Carlos keeps getting fired because he keeps giving Nick the real and he fires and then brings it back. I mean, I feel like you can't get mad at what we see and what we all are thinking, so I understand. You can't be mad because the nigga's telling the truth, but it's just about you. Mm. Okay, but that's not here nor there. What we were trying oh. to get to. 
we gonna get we gonna get all track and lie, y'all. I can, I can already get feel into it. How I can already feel it. And it's just a. <laughs> A walking hypocrite, dustpan. So let's get into what we really meant to talk about. Okay. So B Simone, um, B Simone was talking about was it Drewski, right? Drewski. And you know he's a like a um. A, I want to say he is a Instagram comedian. Instagram comedian. Yeah, but he's a very he's a good one. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. fucking hilarious. He's funny. Mm-hmm. And she made a comment and she said um something about. I'm glad he knows his lane. He doesn't try comedy. He just stays on the Instagram. Let me say. Lane. She said he doesn't try comedy. That's so funny because all of the Instagram people at least try comedy, comedy once. once. Yeah. And I remember y'all. I'm sorry. I love it her. It doesn't and translate. It's not. What it doesn't. Saying. I seen um just hilarious in person. It was. It, oh, it, she you, saw, you went she, to her comedy show. Yeah, and it was not funny. Yeah, at it's all. because you're funny on Instagram doesn't mean you're funny in real life, yeah, and that's you, fine. I will stay in my lane, I, and and you should. Yeah. So B Simone said to Drewski, "You are so funny. I never thought you were an attractive human, but the funnier you are, the cuter you get." And then he said, what the fuck you got going on, fam? Like, I love the response because it's like, you didn't have to tell him that he was ugly to tell him he was funny. At all. I just felt like it was such a far reach. It's like, what? It was I such a backhanded compliment. I low-key kind of felt like it was her saying, like, I didn't think you cute, but I think you cute. That was like her shoot. Like, you know how women do the stupidest shit to shoot her, their shots? Shoot shot? You have to. Ain't no fucking way. Oh, baby, Because no. he just fammed you. He just said, yeah. what you got going on, fam? Fam. Like, not me shooting my shot and saying, oh, you funny and you cute. Right. Well, and she didn't like, say he was cute. She said she's not, she, he was, used to be an unattractive, well, not unattractive. She said he wasn't an unattractive human being. So I guess that's saying she, he was unattractive. And now, and now he's, he's more attracted to her because she's funny. Because he's funny. And that also goes to show what me and Sam be saying for like 80 fucking shows. Men get a pass by all traits. Yeah, we y'all don't can get be a pass ugly and, and still pull bad bitches. Exactly. If we are ugly, we are ugly. We are Men, if y'all are funny, we let you get some pussy. You can if be you got ugly, money, we let you get some pussy. You can be ugly when you're a girl when you have money. Mm. Yeah. Girls and we not one of those, so. Yeah. Sorry to hear what that. What did we just realize that we, well, this guy said, um, why do you want guys with money when you don't have none? That's us. <laughs> because what we're not going to do is date down. Why I'm we not date? talking to a nigga with no money. I don't care if I don't have no money. You can't have no money. <laughs> money the fuck is this? what we do is struggling together. <laughs> <laughs> well, the girls are back at it again with another messy ass episode of Sip and Spill. Can you tell with more energy? Okay. Like, girl. She felt like she didn't even want to say it. <laughs> like, well, the girls are back at it. Okay, Michael. <laughs> And the laugh like Jackson. Look at her. Oh, okay. Well, the girls are back at it again in another messy ass episode of Sip and Spill. We create conversations. Oh, wow. Sipping wine. I go by the name of Thug Motherfucking Sammy. And I'm Ambitious High I Vibrations Teray. Oh, well, if you haven't already, check us out on all social network except on the real sip and spill except yep, twitter, twitter which, which is, is sip, sip and spill, spill one give us a five star rating and five, five star, star bitches. bitches also make sure that you follow our reels mm-hmm. our, our tiktoks our youtube do we have tiktoks girl i think we have reels and that's it okay well we are real ass bitches so <laughs> we're gonna stick it we're we gonna stay to our t- lane we don't have we're to stick in our lane we don't have a patreon we were supposed to have a patreon I use our TikTok but you know to bully people <laughs> no i'm kidding anywho <laughs> what we, but what we do have is the sip and spill shop where you can purchase your shirt merch is dropped officially where are the dms at y'all like yeah. i know y'all listening but where are our dms and the, you know our, our segment spill your tea 
What tea are y'all giving us? Y'all have not given us any content to fucking create. So can you please? Yeah, but I honestly, I haven't even been talking about spill your tea to the people. Let's be honest. We haven't been promoting it for people to even know about it. We haven't, but. Just on here, but not like on social media. Like, like in real life. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. In social media, we have to definitely, we yeah. need to know what these horror you stories are. You don't getting mad at them, bitch. You be part of the problem. You know getting what? <laughs> the thing is, I got to place blame there and then I can look inside. You know, it's a projection. That's how life works. You got to think about the outside before you think about the inside. No. <laughs> so let's get you into the definition of throwing stones in the glass house. And I love the glass house I'm living in, bitch, because it's already broken. So let's get into your would you rathers. Okay, my would you rather is would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes in your future or 150 years in the future? I want to know what's going on in the future because 10 minutes from now, that bitch is going to be the same bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, 10 minutes ain't going to do shit for me. Yeah. Okay, so my would you rather is would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Cause? I don't want to know when. I want that to be a surprise. Yeah, I want it to be a surprise too. I want to just yeah. like die tomorrow. If I know when, I'm gonna live life dre like just dreading that. But day. you know, everyone always has like they say that you have a bucket list when you know you're about to die. So do you have a bucket list right now when you're alive? Absolutely not, because I feel like I'm not about to die. Like that's not even. <laughs> in, but do you like, feel like that's a problem that we don't live life every day to the fullest because we think that we have an ex we don't have an expiration date? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's a problem, but I feel like it's something that we do. Like we're not living life to the fullest, but it's gonna be hard to live every day like you're about to die. You know what I will do if I know I'm about to die? I fuck working, fuck doing everything. I'm about to travel the world, be butt ass naked. Exactly. So, so why don't every why day we, like that? But why can't we do that already? Like why can't we incorporate trinkets of that in our life already? I feel like I we, think we do. should get a bucket list. I do. I feel like we do when we travel. Okay, first one is the fucking Spartan shit. Are you still trying to do that shit? Huh? Absolutely. Okay, well then that's something that will be on your bucket list, right? We can do that. Is that a bucket list? When is this supposed to item, happen though? Oh, it's not something in your bucket list? It's not a bucket list item. I don't okay, think so. Okay, what about skydiving? Do you want to skydive? Like, I think that's like a, if I know I'm about to die, if I die on skydiving, yes. So do you want to do skydiving then? No. That bitch, what are we about to do? I don't know. There's so many more things than like life altering things. Like there's like shit like, you know, go to the Grand Canyon or stand in two places at once. Remember like the girl from A Walk to Remember? She had like very basic, easy things. She's like, get married in my mom's dress, stand in two like estates at okay. one time. Like stuff like that. That's sentimental. Okay, Not things bitch. that could like jumpstart my death date. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm thinking of bucket list. I'm thinking the wildest shit. Like, I anything. don't want that for me. And I hate that for me and my homegirls. Oh, well, you know, so, I live life with the thrill. Let's get into some wine facts. So we can get to some motherfucking tea time. Tea, tea time. time. I would get into the backstory of getting this shit, but I'm not going to because I didn't even read the bottle. But I'm going to read the bottle for y'all right now. As we all know, I... Ami Teray is a red wine home. Sammy does not want to take on this journey with I'm me. Glad you but she's been here right. with me for years. So for her to act like she's part of the whites or the clears of what they do when it comes to Pinot Grigio and Chardonnay, it's it's unbeknownst to me and why. It's flabbergasting, actually. But wow, today, big I know. I had to make sure I had to get, use my dictionary to let you know yeah. you with me in this red wine home. Okay. But um, we're using double black. I feel like we did we drink this before? Girl, that sounds so familiar. It does sound familiar. This Cabernet is bold, daring, and lush. Deep, dark red in flavor and in taste, and it perfect. I am dying on how animated you're reading that fucking <laughs> wine bottle. Perfect tannins. This wine. <laughs> to your taste buds. Anytime you're ready to accept a challenge, reach for a double black and enjoy. That really didn't still tell me anything, but Cabernets yeah. always have a certain 
Je ne sais quoi. I don't know. What does that even mean? I don't know what je ne sais quoi means. Let me pour this for you, my love. Time. Double black. Well, we're two black bitches. So. Double black me. <laughs> that sounds like two dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know how I feel about double penetration. It's okay. Two dick me, please. Not two dick no, me, please. No, that don't sound right. Two, two black me, please. Two black me's. That could also be a black and mild. <laughs> if you are smoking black and mild in 2022, go to hell. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to another messy ass episode. Ow. Ow. Oh. Wow. Okay. This is sweet. Did you think it was going to be sweet? It's not sweet to me. Cabernet is never usually sweet. Genesis Aqua means something appealing and quality that can't be described. Genesis Aqua. Okay. Two dicks. You said that. Two, no, it's, it's double two, black. Two blacks. <laughs> that is really sweet. How is it not sweet to you? It's not sweet. Okay, uh, so let's get into some motherfucking tea. Someone got a dick on their mind because we talking about double black. And the first thing he said is like, it got two dicks, huh? <laughs> when I say and, double black, man, I was thinking like of a dark skinned person. Like, you know, extra chocolate Ooh, dark. Ooh, extra chocolate. Yeah, you go straight to the fucking dick. I mean, because usually you say that wine pairs well with dick. You usually say that. I do say red wine is always good paired. With the black dick. So right. how am I crazy for going to where you usually go? So because you want to be sanctified I today. I haven't said it in so long. Why you remember something I haven't said in years? It doesn't. Years? <laughs> years? <laughs> Y'all, let's get into some motherfucking tea time. So, um, there was like this, like, I don't know. Emoji memes. Yeah, okay. We're going to call them emoji memes. I feel like they are, every time I see one, I usually crack up laughing. There's a couple that I were, um, we saw, oh, sorry. It's, it's like, I, I mean, if y'all been on Instagram within the last, what, two days, three yeah. days, it's like, if I send you this, that means you're skating on ice, bitch. If yeah. I send you all this, it's like, if I send you like the tornado mean, it means I'll spin in the block. If I, send you <laughs> I like the, that one. Yeah. If I send you like the countdown one, it's like count your days, bitch. Like. Uh, there's been a lot of funny ones. And I like the one where it was like, I was like, if I send you this rain cloud, that means ain't no sunshine when I'm gone, bitch. I said, <laughs> me, that's how I feel. Ain't no sunshine when I'm gone. And I feel yeah. like the internet always helps you forget that life's pretty fucked up. So we just like to laugh at shit sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's true. Speaking of laughing on some shit, uh, Spirit <laughs> Airlines, they, um, tire caught on fire? When they were landing oh, the plane. brakes caught on fire. I think it was a, Brakes? The brakes caught on fire, yeah. So that means that they don't even get their, like, annual checkups. Like, they're... Y'all don't know what the fuck even, Spirit be doing. But you know Spirit and United are sister companies? I cannot... You know, there's always a pretty sister and an ugly sister. <laughs> and who's who's the ugly sister in your family? Me. <laughs> I think my sisters are beautiful, so I, I'll take that. A I'll take that. I'll take that. Say, okay. And um, ugly doesn't have to necessarily mean looks. It can be personality. Because, you know, out of all the people in my family, I got the worst attitude. So okay. we'll take that. Them, the it's sister. cosmetically. Okay. Them, it's definitely the cosmetics. But, uh, what about, so anyway, Spirit Airlines and United are fucking sister companies. I had no idea. This whole time when I'm finding United, I'm thinking I'm finding, like, the bad bitch company. Like, you know, like, not even the bad bitch company. Like, the you know, at least the better one. This one is so sweet. I must get a headache. Continue, sorry. The better one, and just come to find out, it's just the same as Spirit, so. I'm just. I think that they're a little bit better than Spirit because one, um, has that shit ever happened the, to you while you were in well, on United? Well, I mean, the customer service is better at least, definitely. It's way better, and I feel like 
they're not paid enough to care at Spirit. Like, yeah. if the brakes break, they're like, damn, we, it, it is what it is. We tried our best. Delta is the bad bitch. It Delta is, is a bad oh, we bitch love, airline. Oh, I love Delta. Come on. Hold on. Delta is the bad bitch airlines. And it's expensive. To, well, it's more expensive than but United. But I feel like, you know, it's crazy that they're more expensive. Well, maybe, I think, I think I lied. I think American Airlines and uh, Spirit are sister companies, not United. That makes more sense. Yeah. American makes more. Yeah. Because I feel like with United, at least we get like a TV if you're going yeah. Yeah. the country yeah you don't yeah, get yeah. that shit it's american airlines and spirit it gotta be because yeah. who fucking flies american i flew american before when i went to jamaica i think i flew back I, the thing is i've flown it so so less god i can't use my vocabulary right now i use all my big words when i was talking about the wine <laughs> <laughs> i fly it so infrequently okay that i don't even know when i fly american yeah interesting I think that time was the only time I ever flew American. And when I helped my brother move back from Chicago, I flew American. That was that, like 80 I, years ago. That was t when the pandemic first happened. Child. So, yeah, Spirit Airlines. Well, I mean, I feel like people talk down on Spirit, but if you really need a quick flight and you don't got no bags, take Spirit, I guess. I mean, take Spirit and you might become a Spirit. Yeah. So I saw this on Twitter and I sent it to Ami. It said, so much dating advice is geared towards how to dodge bullets and walk away. But where's the accurate dating advice on how to stay and be present? When you do come across a good thing, we're always taught how and when to leave, but never how and when to stay. And I saw that and I was like, damn, like, uh, that is so true. Because I feel like I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, I'm always telling them, like, when to leave. But do I ever tell you, like, oh, you should stay? Because I got, ah. So, yeah. I've never heard that from you ever a day. Yeah. I've known you for at least almost three and a half years, maybe four now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's never like... Um, leave him, leave him, leave him. But it's always like, well, you do what you want, but this is no. It, it'd be pretty strong. Like, it, yeah. it, it, your yours be really strong. Like, girl, I don't know why you. I don't know how you could put up with that. Yeah, couldn't be me. That that be you, mm -hmm. respectfully, and that's okay. If that's you, yeah. because I mean, like, if you are ten toes down on how you feel, yeah, that's just I how am. you feel. That's and how I feel. Because when I whenever I tell Sammy something, she was like, "Bitch, fuck him." Bitch, yeah. you could do better. Bitch, you could this. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I feel that. I feel that. But like Selena Gomez said, the heart wants what the heart wants. I just to let you know, I was totally wrong. Um, Frontier is a sister company, not American or United. I just totally made that up on the spot. And I just went with it. But yeah, totally wrong. Anyways, um, so that brings us to the topic of conversation. Because we're just saying how we're constantly telling our bitches when to leave, when to leave, niggas ain't shit. But when do we teach them to stay? So what do you, what do you think being, what does being present in a relationship look like to you? I think to be present in a relationship is constantly asking questions, constantly learning someone, constantly dating someone. And I feel like somewhere in between doing all that, we forget that we all are evolving in sometimes what we wanted or what we did think we want mm -hmm. changes. And we don't do constant checkups. We don't do that when we're presently in a relationship i feel i mean when we're not presently in a relationship because when you're present you are trying to make sure that it's kind of like having sex you're trying to make sure that consent <laughs> is all the way through and is very fluid you know what i'm saying i have like, a question when you're having sex do you keep asking for consent or do you ask for I consent like once i feel like you ask like you'll say you want to have sex and i'm like yes and so when you're doing stuff like imagine you have sex with someone new i'm like is this okay does this feel all right to you okay do you not does that not happen no not really Wow, niggas just be like tossing you around like you a fucking pretzel, bitch, and not even asking if you like it? <laughs> well, not really, no. Wow. I don't really get guys who ask me, is this okay? Like, are you okay I mean, with I feel this? like they ask it in their own way, like, 
You know, how the dick feel? Like, you know, I feel like if they do at a certain angle, like, they don't ask well, you. Well, they do that. Yeah, but I've never had a guy, like, straight up ask me, like, how does this feel? Like, are you okay? I've had a man ask me while yeah. I was talking how does this but feel? I've is this okay? But I've like, oh, like, you know, of course, claiming their fucking territory. Like, is this good? How the fuck do you feel? Like, oh, you got just came like, like, yeah, t- the, the nigga way. I, I guess, is that the nigga way of asking how does this feel? I don't I actually don't know, but. Because um, to me, that don't feel like you asked me how does this I feel? But I feel like to be present in a relationship is constantly doing checkups, always making sure that y'all are building towards the same thing that's being present okay so well um honestly i think the easiest way to put it is constantly still dating each other i think that's what easiest way or what being to me what being present in a relationship is um so do you feel like the lack of presence is the reason why most relationships like end a hundred percent. I feel like the lack of still dating the person, the lack of still making that person feel wanted, the lack of still getting pretty for your man, the lack of still, you know, making sex spontaneous, the lack of still making her feel like she's, you know, all of but that. Is- also, how do you do that when you are in such a like, because, you know, sometimes when you're in the beginning stages, everything is more free flowing. It's more it's like easier ex- to do it's all easier. Those things. It's easy yeah. to do those things. Yeah. But like, say you're in this shit for a year and you guys have like opposite schedules and people get tired. Like we are human. You you know when you first start dating someone, you put your best foot forward always. You would think that. You would think that when you first start dating someone, you want to see want them to see like the best part of you. But some people feel like if they act like they really don't care, like that's uh, also a way to is date that someone, someone dating you or is that someone fucking you? Because I mean, no, I mean like like let's say you're texting this guy and like oh I want you know I like him I want to you know start dating him or whatever. But he feels like in order for her to feel like I'm into her, I have to act like I care less. No, you don't see what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Uh, no, because when you act like you care less, I'm going to be out the door. Like, of course. Like, like usually you'd be out the door, but some people feel like, oh, that's more interesting that he's not acting mm-hmm. like he's it's a trauma. That's a trauma response. Yeah. I'm so sorry that y'all are looking for validation like that because yeah. not me, baby. Yeah, if you're not into me 100% in the beginning, then no. Speaking of presence, I had a relationship where I felt like I totally check out checked out like mid relationship. So um, he actually broke up with me for like the dumbest reason. And it was actually such an embarrassing reason. I didn't want to say it, but it was like such a dumb reason that something I couldn't help to. But anyways, so we get back together months later and it just didn't feel the same. And I'm still dating him and I'm still like pretending. I don't want to say I was pretending I liked him, but I was pretending that I was still emotionally invested when I knew I wasn't. Okay. But just because I felt like I was so used to him, like he's like, I've been with him for this long. I might as well just keep, you know, who else am I going to date type shit? And like, you know, like a lot of times we just don't want to start over. Yeah. We'd rather stay like in something for a while, even though we know we're not happy, just, just so we don't have to like start that, you know, um, What's your favorite color type shit? Because I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how you slept. I don't care about your favorite color. I don't give a fuck about your favorite food. Process is so so ghetto. Like I'm so tired of keep repeating the process. It's like I'm tired of getting to know niggas. Like I just want one nigga and that's it. But you have to keep getting to know niggas because niggas will show you who they are every fucking time. So it's like, damn, do you tolerate this from this nigga that you know, or do you just find a new nigga? So, but anyways, we're gonna get into that. So um, back to what I was saying, I say all that to say that I just didn't want to, you know, move on a relationship. And I just if he I feel like he kind of realized it because he was like, you know, love bombing me and giving me all these gifts. And he was doing everything I wanted him to do before. Like we broke up the first time. And then now and then it's now it's like it doesn't fucking matter now. trick ass bitch. I'm just like now you're being the guy I wanted you to be. And now I'm just totally checked out. So it's like it's kind of too late. Like. 
once a woman is just like done with a relationship, it's really yeah, like it's no. pretty it's really hard. It's really hard because once we get it takes us a, a long a time to get long to that, time to get to that, that point. point. When we get to that point, it's like oh uh, this relationship is done done. So and yeah. It's so crazy because I have a similar situation like that because um as we all know, like I was fucking obsessed with my ex and like I just did not want to get over him to save my fucking life. Mm -hmm. And like now when there's conversations surrounding him or like I see him or we talk, I'm just so like checked out and like he's just like so still very much trying to be invested and try to like build this like imaginary future because he's a fucking narcissist. Let's just say that what he is. Okay. No, he is. He absolutely is. Okay. Like build this life up and I'm just like I hear everything you're saying but nothing that you do matches up to it because it does it more inside <laughs> yeah so like when we're talking and okay, I, like, I'm, I'm sorry this has nothing to do with what you're saying but you know how we're always told to listen to see what a man does and don't listen to what he says do you feel like we're so conditioned to know that men lie so much that we don't even want to believe what they say we just believe what they do i'm absolutely i'm literally is that why we say that I'm to literally each other conditioned to thinking that a man's going to naturally lie yeah because it's like this man would do the whole nines for me like he'll want to take me on a date I, I, I x y and z and then at the end of it i'd be like so you still have a girlfriend so why are you doing this <laughs> like it's very much i said i said so it's everything you want to happen because yeah. i'm like I'm like, I get nothing out of this. Right. I'm like, so what is the point of me being here? And you know what he says? What did he say, girl? Because I love you. You love me, but you have a girlfriend. How you love me when you got a girlfriend? Why you bother me when you know you know I'm... Why you know you know So, better. yeah, I feel like it's really bad that we can't even believe what men say. We just got to believe what you're doing because you will lie. Oh you will fucking lie. You will lie. Mm. But I'm sorry, back to your story about this. Now. No, I mean, and that's pretty much it. I'm just saying, because I feel like it's so funny, because, like, I found myself after, like, for so long not trying to get over him, and then when I finally did, and then when I do speak to him, literally, he's all like, why do you treat me like a stranger? I treat you like a stranger. I said, I treat you accordingly. I treat you like a man that has a girlfriend. Like, <laughs> what am I supposed to treat you like? Like, I'm confused. Like, just because the feelings were there, I'm supposed to treat you like a very much single man that I'm pursuing and I'm trying to date? No, you yeah. can't put a pause button on life and then this think that it's going to resume whenever you're ready to play house or play this role for a, a couple of hours. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's not real life. Because you have to go back to your girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I was ask questions like, so when do you have to go home? <laughs> like, because like, the thing is, I'm going Why on this. Why do you have a girlfriend and want another? Uh, and I'm saying, but I'm saying I'm going on this date with pretenses of not knowing anything, but I'm I'm knowing from your history that you probably have a girlfriend. So I'm like literally waiting. And then literally when I see you, I'm like, so this is, we're at the question portion of the night. He's like, what do you mean the question portion? I'm like, oh, so you got a girlfriend? He's like, yeah. I said, okay. Yeah. I'm like, so why are we here? And then I told you like, cause I love you. Cause I <laughs> I'm like, bro, do you know how manipulative and selfish that, that is? is. Like, yeah, you have a girlfriend, but like, I can't fully have you, but you can have me and your girlfriend. Yeah, absolutely fucking not. Absolutely fucking not. Cheers so. to the bitches who don't settle for guys having a girlfriend. And if you do have a girlfriend, charge him having the girlfriend fee. Like, you can't... Cheating is a rich nigga sport. And, and you're going to have to charge me... I'm, you have to give me hush money. Yeah, you have to teach me... Oh, and tax him double when he's married. Per. Okay. Double Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it till I get the shot. Okay, so speaking of when we do things like that, we're, we should let's talk about our self sabotage that actually takes place while we are um, in situations like that. Because okay. even though, because I knew because of past history, that 
it wasn't have the same effect but i was like maybe because we had like a really strong love that <laughs> that this was enough for me to do that can we talk about sometimes when it comes to relationships we do self-sabotage because like you said you were already like you were already out of it before y'all got back together yeah and why i got together, back together knowing i was out of it you know but trying to push past it thinking i'm just gonna like fall in love with him all over again but it didn't happen but yeah a lot of i know i do a lot of self-sabotaging like literally a guy can um and i purpose and like just like when when i do stuff so i think i self-sabotage by calling my friends who know who i, who I know they're gonna say fuck that nigga leave because that's that's my way of self-sabotaging because when i call someone who i know who's gonna be like on the same type of shit i am and not gonna help me see the other side that's me saying, oh, yeah, I don't want this. So I'm like, let me confirm my biases and call a friend who's going to be like, yeah, fuck that nigga too. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like it's also different from when you get um, relationship advice from people that are single, from bitches that are in relationships and or your parents. So because when you come to your single friends, your single friends, they are the ones still in the in the They're going to encourage you to hoe. They're going to encourage you to hoe. Like, because I encourage the average to hoe. Because... But do you encourage your relationship friends to hoe? No. That means I don't encourage my relationship friends to but hoe But when I was in a relationship and I had single friends, they were encouraging me to hoe. Really? And what did I do? Oh. I hoed. Okay. Clearly, I'm not in a relationship I anymore. But yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I feel like it also got, depends on the kind of people you have around you. Because I'm like, your single friends and your relationship friends are going to give you two different advices. And like you said, single friends are going to always tell you. Fuck that nigga. Uh -huh. There's a billion people in this fucking world. Yep. Why put up with this shit? Right. When you ask advice from people that are in relationships, they're like, you know, relationships go through shit. Ah, 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 X, Y, and Z. And the thing is, to think that relationships don't go through shit is kind of like ironic. Like nothing in life is fucking easy. Going through fucking school wasn't even easy. I think I agree 100%, but I think it's when you go through the shit is when it's like, fuck it. Because I feel like if you're going through some shit early on in a relationship, I feel like, nah, I don't feel like you should deal with it. But if it's like later on in a relationship and like a bump comes up, I feel like you should, no, you don't feel that way? I feel like no matter what stage in your relationship, you're going to deal with it. Because I feel like the problem is we so you, have this. You feel like there's not a, a amount, there's not like a too soon amount of time in a relationship where it's why we're already going through shit. We just started. I feel like, yes, that's a feeling, but also okay. you have to think about it. It's like, if it's not one thing, it's another. Okay. So it's like, imagine, okay, you're dealing with a nigga and then you find out he's talking to other bitches. That's okay. a problem. Uh -huh. And you're like, it's early. So you're like, I can either deal with that or I won't. Mm -hmm. It could be too early in a relationship, a nigga lies. So it's yeah. like, it depends on what happens, but shit always happens because humans by nature, we, we keep doing shit. We keep doing shit. Mm -hmm. So you can literally do something five years from now or one month in and it's like, okay, Am I going to deal with this or am I not going to deal with right. this? And then so that also gets to the back point where we're talking to about our parents when we talk about relationships. Yeah. Because our parents' relationship advice, depending on what kind of parents you saw while growing up, is also determining how you deal with um, interpersonal relationships. Mm -hmm. So for you, what kind of relationship advice? Do you get relationship advice from your mother at all? No. I think it's because she's a little bit older. That's probably why. Yeah, I don't get relationship advice, but I can. I can also. I mean, I could get relationship advice from my mom, but I feel like I know what kind of advice she'll give me, and I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like if my mom will be like the one that's going to encourage you to stay and forgive and like. So you already woke up choosing violence. <laughs> like you already made a decision in your head. You just wanted someone to say yes, bitch. <laughs> yes, bitch. <laughs> yeah girl so i mean i kind of because my mom is definitely in the, the a time of like 
uh, not just allowed a man walk over you, but like pretty gap. I feel like my, my dad kind of walked over my mom, but allowing like to, to for things to happen just to stay in a relationship. Yeah. You know, just to say, oh, I'm married because it's it's better to be married than to be divorced. And in like her I said, mind. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, it's better to have a good man than no man. Yeah. Or a good lying man. Good lying man than no man. No like, man. A, a woman will. Just to say they have a man, they'll tolerate whatever bullshit. And we always say that because we said that women have to equate their worth to their partner and or yeah the family that they have. Right. So. But what about you? I feel like for me, when I have, and the thing is, my mom is younger. So it's crazy. My mom is 48, 48. Yeah, she's 20 years older than me. My mom, her advice is usually pretty much like, you know, my mom is in a, um, speaking objectively and not trying to tell her business because i know she doesn't listen to my podcast but if you ever do mom i'm so sorry <laughs> um she talks about how she's in a loveless marriage but because it financially makes sense for her in her life that she wants to stay so when i was going through a situation which i will get into later and i expressed to her like what was going on and how i felt she just kept telling me she was like like checking out boxes like does he do this does he do this does he do this i feel like he's worth staying for mm -hmm. and for me it's just like me and you build our fucking lives off of not settling. We literally like say, I'm not gonna settle for that because literally if y'all know the shit that my ex-boyfriend put me through, that was like settling Miss Patty. Yeah. So it was like, I wanted to be a 2.0 version of that because it's like I didn't want half of the grief that I dealt with and the backlash. Because one thing about me, I'm gonna tell my fucking friends, but I might fucking stay. That's, the, that's literally me and it happened and it has happened. So it's yeah. like, to me it's like, it's like the embarrassment you have to deal with after knowing you felt so strongly in one moment and now you're like dating public enemy number one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the type, don't tell me all the bad things that nigga did to you because I'm going to hate him and then you're going to keep going back to him. So just, yeah. Yeah, just, just leave it at that. Leave it at that. So do we want to talk about how we mirror behaviors? Like, um, for example, growing up, we'll, if we see a certain pattern in life, as in our parents were been together our entire life, we have the complex to think that no matter what relationship goes through, you can work it through. You can, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, you know? Yeah. And I saw my parents break up, so I'm easy to break up, like, <laughs> on someone or with someone. Yeah, and for me, I dated someone for seven years, and we should have never been together for seven years. We should have probably been together for, like, maybe two, three years at max. Damn, so what about the other five or four? Hmm? You say y'all shouldn't have been together for seven years. We shouldn't you? have. No, yeah, I'm, I'm. So what will you do with the other four okay, years? I'm saying, I'm saying if we're being realistic, if yeah. we would, if he would have broke up with me the first time we found out I cheated on him, or if I would have broke up with him, we did so many back and forth to each other. If we would have broke up when those things that were very traumatic happened. Boy, I'm, I'm stuck on the, you said the first time I cheated on him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm no, I'm no. And the thing is, anyone I date knows that I always make it very clear that he got the worst version of me, and I yeah. hate that for him. I, I absolutely feel like who I am now would never do what I did to him, okay. but because I didn't know myself, because I was growing up, because I was learning, and I didn't. You were young. I was nineteen. You were young. I dated this man until I was twenty-six. So absolutely, yeah, he, I made he more didn't mistakes. Get the, well, I'm gonna say he got the worst version because he feel that way. But I'm saying he got the growing version. Let's yeah. say that he got the growing version. Yeah, and I feel like. I'm so fortunate to this day that he still speaks to me and still treats me with so much love and kindness. But I feel like to me, it's like 
he had in his mind because his parents were together since he's been born mm -hmm. that there's nothing you can't work through okay and i didn't have that same thing like i broke up with this man like two three times we got back together like within a week but then there was like one time i'm like you know what we're breaking up and that's it like because it's like being checked out so many things happening i'm growing you're growing we're growing and we're growing into different directions we weren't even growing together yeah so at that point it was like i'm at this place where it's like i understand I know I love you and I love him so much to this fucking day, but we should never been together as long as we were. Okay. I feel like our growth was stent because we try to stay together. Okay. Yeah. I love the honesty. Yeah. I mean, it only took a couple years. It did. It. It, took, it took a couple <laughs> years. Cause I try, I literally try to act like that shit was just, Oh no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. No, but it's not. It's yeah. not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So what is the situation? Um, did you want to get touch on marrying sure. behaviors or do you want to talk well, about I, would, I, I couldn't say like well like I said my parents broke up so I feel like I can break up so uh, I guess that's me marrying that behavior I guess which I um, but I don't feel like I mirror all her behaviors because she also stayed for a very long time it, it took a lot for her to leave if it wasn't for like someone else pushing her to leave yeah. I don't think my mom would have ever left I think she would have stayed but if it wasn't for my sister. Has she ever remarried and or dated after she that? She will refuse to because she still is traumatized. <laughs> I don't think she's traumatized. I feel like she doesn't want to disobey like the Christian because my he's still alive. They're not like, you know what I'm saying? Like it hasn't been like uh, he died. Like, the only reason you can be you can only remarry is if your husband dies in her, her mind. That's crazy. That's sad. That is I, feel like, I feel really bad for her because I feel like you don't have to be lonely because of religion but she takes her religion so seriously like she will sacrifice her happiness for it i'm just like i would never sacrifice my happiness well, for you, god you really don't take it seriously that's why <laughs> <laughs> but even me of a person who takes it a little bit more seriously than you I'm i not still will not sacrifice my happiness for god like i'm sorry god i love you but baby when what Jesus happens after Yes, Look, what happens after the life happens no. after the life. Look, I'll just ask for forgiveness. You say ask for forgiveness, you'll forgive me. So I'm just going to ask for forgiveness Purr. if it was wrong. But uh, yeah, well, so at the situation where I feel like I can stay or, or who I left. Um, let's see. Let me see. Think of a situation that I thought about it. Uh, I would say my most toxic ex. Cause I kept going back to him so many times. And did I remember you were caught when we were on the phone about yeah. him? I said, "Wow, Sammy's vulnerable. She she's vulnerable." Yeah. Wow, I love this for her. I kept going back to him so many times. I feel like every time, I feel like when I go back to him now. Well, there was a time when he hit me up, and I was like, "Tell him like, no, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do this with you anymore." He hasn't hit me up since then. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if I saw him outside, I feel like, damn, it might go. It might go back to what it was. Like, ah, I hate that for and myself. Honestly, he, I hate that, that for person. all of us. But we always do have that one person no, and he's that we one person always have the words and no one we'll always have your heart yeah girl it's him but um it's, it's him yeah but it was just so <laughs> toxic like i just i've just never met someone who just so which is so damn so damn ignorant for no reason <laughs> and it's just like damn nigga like why but i like it though but uh but the last time he hit me up and I told him I was going to do this with him, I was like, I made a decision to like not. Because it always, the relationship always left me in tears. Like, I always cried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I never won. Like, why were you in a relationship that always left you in tears? Like, you don't think, you don't want better for yourself? But I feel like, is that why we crave it? Because it's just an up and down, up and down. It's like a, I think a it's a trauma ride. response. I feel like everything that we like continuing going to that we know is bad is a trauma response. Because uh, yeah. we just were looking for that approval somewhere. 
in that person because that person triggered something from our childhood. So I much. Like no, girl, because I, I don't like that shit either. I don't, I don't know, know what he triggers for me, but girl, I even after I, I know my aunt got my voodoo doll and he is literally praying over it, okay? Because <laughs> he be praying for my downfall. Shit. Okay. What about you? So for me, I think most recently, and I feel like I I feel like I do a good job of letting y'all in on my personal life, also trying to not be disrespectful. But I I have been dating because it's still currently, y'all. Um, I dated someone and we were um dating loosely for maybe like four months, but only real seriously within the next last month or so. You know, we're like things are kind of like doubling down, double black. <laughs> but- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so um things were like going good and everything was going great. And you know, um, because I was so traumatized for my last boyfriend, I made sure to ask very specific questions. Wait, but you still you said still dating. Yeah, I'm still I'm still talking to him. So you so are you still dating him though? You're not talking. You said still dating. Well, we're talking because it's he, he's. So you're da- not still dating him. We're, we're not dating. We're talking. We're, okay. We're not dating. We're definitely talking. We're not dating. I don't know if you're trying to convince myself or you. No, I'm definitely. T- I'm convincing all of us right okay, now. Okay. So because, you're still trying to convince yourself if, that you're not dating him. Yeah, I'm convincing myself because <laughs> I, I very much still. I, I very much still fancy so him. So you're still dating him. Let's go back to your story. Talking, dating, whatever it is, the doghouse <laughs> is built and he's sleeping in it. Okay. okay. So anyways, so you're going to eventually forgive him. I, I feel like I will eventually. Okay, I, I feel fun. like no, I feel like it's going to come because I feel like as charismatic as he is, I cannot resist. But okay. as of right now, I'm I'm very much like making pay for it. Yeah, making bad. Her Please. and will. So fast forward. Okay, so we've been dating like loosely four months, then seriously in one month. And when we were dating, when we first started dating, I literally asked him very specific questions because I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Mm-hmm. I do not want no crazy shit, no nothing. I said, Have you ever been married? And have you ever had kids? kids yeah he said no to both of those questions mm-hmm. so fast forward to now we're getting more serious and touching each other's private parts and shit <laughs> and so one day like because he doesn't live here so he was um he was leaving and right Aren't before you having he, an out-of-state boo too i do i do and i i love out-of-state booze honestly it, yeah. it's 10 out of 10 i love it here yeah. honestly okay but yeah so He's about to pack his bag and leave my apartment and all this good stuff. Wait it to the end. I know. Wait it to, to the, the end. end. And he was like, Ami, I have something to tell you. And <sighs> what he honestly, told you, girl. the thing is, y'all don't understand. If y'all know who the fuck my ex was, that's a PTSD response. This is the second time you heard Ami, I have something to tell you. Like, next time you hear y'all, but you're going to start cribbling. Honestly, at this point, I'm, I'm starting shooting niggas once they tell me they got to tell me like, shit. Say that, say that, say that. I'm gonna say because at the end of the day, I'm either going to jail or you going to hell because both cannot coexist right now. Okay. So yeah, um, he's like, I just want to let you know that um, I have been married before. I said, <gasps> <laughs> and then the, the bomb was not stopped there. He said, I got two kids. I said, <gasps> so not only did you lie, but you lie, lie. You double lie. You double lie. You double black ass nigga. <laughs> so double black ass nigga. So literally, the first thing that came to mind is, you know, I can be very detached and very much like I was. I was like literally told I was like just get the fuck out of my house. And here I am like calmly going around my house, just getting all the trinkets that he's bought me and or has in my house. I'm just like helping him put in his bag. And like, I don't want to get into his business too much. So I'm not going to say like everything that happened, but like, you it said just, enough. yeah, I said enough. And I was just sitting there like, my nigga, you lied on biological kids. Like what else, yeah. do you, like, what else do you lie about? And he's like, and I said, the, the problem isn't about the lie. 
It's about what you lied about. Because I've dated yeah. someone with kids, and that's not an issue. Like, I have nieces and nephews. Like, I don't even know if I want... I can forgive a lie, but a lie that big? Like, yeah. if you lie about big stuff like that, that means you lie about anything. And I said, for someone like me, who has daddy issues mm -hmm. to know that someone that has children is out here lying on their kids yeah i'm like that's a big issue for me i'm like to me he's like it's just a lie it's a mistake i said no it's, character it's just flaw. a lie it's, it's a character flaw in my opinion so it's like we're trying to work out of it i'm not there there i'm not I there i still don't understand why you have to pretend the kids don't exist when he know he knew kids are okay with you so why pretend the kids don't i, I just feel like because he just built himself around this fucking lie and this perfect ass man for me so that he, he has to follow through with it falling through. Okay. and i just um so i have not forgiven him yet good so if you hear this episode i have not forgiven you yet good i'm very much pissed but i am stay angry i am definitely <laughs> not stay angry <laughs> i am being open to listening to your um side because of most men that I've dated within the last few months, he gives the most effort and is the most caring. And the, I liked him. I mean, I know. I'm telling you. I yeah. literally told him. I said, all my friends gave you the green seal of approval. Yeah, And then I you want to be a dickhead. I gave you a green seal of approval. So in that situation alone, I had to like, re like revisit things that were great and good about him. And I'm like, am I going to stay or am I going to leave for this one lie? Mm -hmm. And that also gets me to when we were talking about like advice for our friends and X, Y, and Z from our parents. Like, what do you consider as settling? Okay, so me, I think settling is when you decided that, okay, this is as good as I'm going to get. Um, you know, I'm getting old, I'm balding, you know, or my tits are sagging, my biological clock is ticking, whatever. You know, so you're like, well, I'm with this person now. We both want similar things. We both like, you know, whatever. He, he or she are, want the same things I want, so let's be together type shit. That, yeah. to me, that's settling. Like, you're not really particularly happy with this person. They're not your soulmate. They're not your dream person. But they're here for now. And they're, they they make you happy enough to not want to, you know, kill yourself, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Settling down is this is your person. You're happy. You know, this is what you've always dreamed for. They, they're everything you want. And now you're ready to like move on with the next chapter with this person. You're ready to start a family or if that's not your thing. You want to travel or you want to buy a house or like any like big monument things that you are using the positive light that you want to do with someone. That person is who you choose to do with and you're happy doing with that person yeah. because you're settled down with that person. Yeah. You move to the suburbs, like whatever, whatever we feel that's, um, what do you call it? Settling down at what at our time. So that's what I think is the settling is not a good to me. It's not a good thing to settle. That means you're just accepting whatever. But settling down is okay. I'm ready to be with this person. And that's crazy because I see it oppositely. Because mm -hmm. I feel like for the situation I dealt with, I feel like that's me settling because usually I would not settle for something like that. I would literally want to, you know, get over that, get under that. I mean, settling down and the same respect for me. I feel like they're one and the same. Cause I'm like, you're gonna have to put up with some amount of bullshit to even be with the person you, you want. Down. Even yeah. when you settle down. And it's like, I feel like it doesn't take but away from happiness. But you're happy pulling up with the, well, I don't think anyone's happy putting up the bullshit, but you're willing oh, to Oh, I'm absolutely not happy with the situation I'm yeah. dealing with. But yeah, I feel yeah. like I'm trying to wrap my head around it. Cause I'm like literally trying to retrain myself for certain things that I was thinking of. And I'm like, 
okay, if you're able to do this, this, and this for me and still like communicate with me and X, Y, and Z this with me, I can be more open to understanding and being accepting. But it is hard. And I feel like for me right now where I'm at, I am at a place where I'm settling for something that I probably would never fucking settle for because yeah. I don't like liars. I don't like feeling like there's going to be another fucking bombshell. Yeah. Or, but just know? because someone lies doesn't make them a liar. But I feel like what, what you, you lied, lied about makes, makes you a liar. That's, that's what I keep saying. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, I'm like, I always tell them, I'm like, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but yeah. I feel like what you lied about makes me feel like you are a liar. Yeah. You know, so that's nor here nor there. big life things. You didn't yeah. lie about like not liking pizza. You lied about children. Children. Yeah. But. We'll, we'll get to that bridge when we get to that bridge okay. because right now we're kind of we'll there get, we'll, we'll get to that bridge when we pass it all right so, so we've already talked about what's settling what like you know what situations we've been through yeah what we've heard we've been through what friends been through what advice we get but let's actually give some real positive relationship advice because we literally said when do you stay we've been and real positive this episode we're not saying niggas ain't shit we're saying some men are good people. Some people are good people that you just have to go through things with. Yeah. With conditions. Right. <laughs> with conditions. Okay. So uh, my first thing is be able to disrespectfully disagree. I feel like that is such a big thing. Just because you don't agree with what I got going on. Like I don't agree with the fact that Ami thinks the earth is flat. But <laughs> guess what? I'm okay with the fact that Ami thinks the earth is flat. I don't have to disrespect the way she feels yeah. because I don't agree. Okay. And that's a big thing in relationships. Absolutely. Even in, even in our yeah. relationships. Yeah. And another thing in relationships that you should, um for a, for a positive vibe is don't, always be so worried about the label. I think that so many people are so attached to what a wife is, what a girlfriend is, what is, but you forget to be a partner to someone. You forget to be a friend to someone. Okay. You forget to be like other aspects because you're so worried about getting to that point that once you get there, you forgot that the foundation is just as important as the title. Okay. You know? Gotcha. Um, keep outside relationship and interest alive. Like if, I'm a big on keeping your girlfriends when you relationship. If you're the type of bitch that just disappear, go incognito when you get a man, you cannot be my friend. Uh -oh. like, if you, and even like whatever you like, your interests don't gotta be his interests. Y'all can have interests besides separate from each other. You know, I get it when you're in relationship, y'all wanna be with each other all the time. Y'all wanna, y'all do similar things, y'all wanna do things together, but make sure you are still a person outside of being with this person. Individuality is a must. A must, yeah. A thing from that also is relationships are not 50-50, they are 100-100. And literally they have the perfect- I hear say? that all the time, but you think no. you give 100 all the damn time? Sometimes you don't give 100. You absolutely don't give 100 all the yeah. time. But realistically, let me just, hold on. What I was reading is said, some of the best advice I've ever received is that relationships aren't all about compromise or trying to do 50-50. Contrary to pop, popular misconception you cannot contribute what you think is your share okay it says for a full happy successful long-lasting relationship give all that you are capable of and accept the same in return and of course conflicts will arise but you both will be 100 percent in the relationship you cannot split up a relationship responsibilities like you split up a check at a dinner date okay and i think that's true like yeah. if you only go halfway halfway in you're not giving them the full picture of what they can have. Yeah. Like, and you're literally but doing- that's so scary to go 100 in though. Bitch, you know I do it. Yeah. I do it all the time. That's so scary So when I'm me. done, I'm really done because I know I did what I could and, and who I am, so yeah. it is. 
Um, the last one for me is, I've kind of touched over it, but mine is don't stop surprising each other, um, which is pretty much coincides with don't stop dating each other. Like, yeah. don't stop doing little cute shit that made you fall in love that person. Yeah. And then my last one is communicate how you feel often. And I also, like I touched on that earlier, it's because you constantly need to do check-ins. You need to constantly do consent. You need to constantly make sure that you are loving your partner how they feel loved because you can literally feel like you're doing the utmost. Mm -hmm. But if your partner does not receive love or think that they are being loved because that's just not what is innate to them, it's not, it's not normal, I guess. Okay. It's not going to work. Oh, I have a question. Would you like introduce like relationship check-ins? Like... Let's say six months of relationship, y'all y'all come together like, okay, do we still want to be together a year I and a half? I absolutely feel like that's, that's okay, essential because I feel be like people will stay together just to be together. Yeah. And you're not weighing out the pros and cons because if we did that, because they said that, I remember um, Crew Season did that. It was like, if we're like, uh, marriages were only three years and you have to see if you want to get married or stay, like what's it called? Will people still be married? Okay. So I feel like relationship check-ins are just as important because if I don't want to be with you after three months, I would rather you know that in three months other than six months. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I'll be scared to do one because what if I'm two, two and a half years or three years in and we do one? I'm like, I want to be together. You're like, well, shit, ma. Man, I mean, at least you I'm, find out then and yeah. not be five, six, seven years like, you know, like I was. Yeah. If we did relationship check-ins like we should have, we probably would have mentally knew yeah it's time to split ways so relationship check-ins is actually essential good, essential so i don't I, I guess we can i should introduce it in my relationship if i you know my next one or whatever but i'll be kind of scared though like i just want to be like no, i feel like i'm also I'm, when, we done with this, when we done with this i'm about to literally get on the phone like at any given moment like if there is something that's a red flag and you don't want to deal with just let me know but they don't let you know so that's why you have to sit down and do relationship check-in yeah and that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to because i think it will ride you to the fucking sunset knowing damn well he don't want to be with you girl Her. you're looking like Damn, nigga, you, you could have told me. But you ready to take some questions? Well, I think some motherfucking questions. Still only got one, but I'm gonna think of one right now. You still only got one? It's okay. I'll figure it out. Uh, let's test. Let's you go ask your question. My first question is: Settling ever really worth it? To me, settling no, but settling down yes, because it means two different things to me. Okay, I feel yeah. that. My question to you, what about you? Let me ask you, is that worth it? I think sometimes it is worth it. I yeah. do. I feel like it's not always worth it. Yeah. Most times it's not. It's not. Most times it's not, but sometimes it is. My biggest fear is being a married single mother. Like, that's just... <laughs> I feel like, and it's just so many Bro, women. Live that why life. are you like this? I'm just saying, so many women live that life, and I'm just like, you think being married saves you for single motherness but it doesn't you can doesn't. still be a single mother That's a fact. So, bitch, what the fuck are you supposed to do and people talk so down about single mothers but i'm like look you're a single mother you're a single mother you gotta pay your own rent That's all, you're a single mother don't gotta pay your rent honestly <laughs> my question to you sis <laughs> would you tell your daughter to stay in the same fucked up situations you stayed in no because hearing it from my mother it's kind of like traumatizing because i see i seen it like we said with mirroring behaviors yeah if you see someone stay with someone that you know they don't love i wouldn't tell them to stay i would okay. tell them and the thing is my best advice was just like feel how you want to feel and i'm going to try to support it but it's hard mm -hmm. <laughs> it is hard yeah so um let me see my next what you can answer the question while i think of one okay yeah me i definitely would not tell my daughter to stay in the same fucked up situation because i don't even tell myself to stay in these fucked up situations so why would i tell my daughter to stay in some shit and honestly you only you always want better for your child anyways yeah. so there's some things that you are willing to uh deal with that you absolutely know for a fact that you don't want your child to deal with 
Okay, for you not wanting to settle down, I mean, settle or settle down, what are some things you are okay with settling down with or settling with because the man is a good man? Outside of kids, bitch, because I feel like that's the first thing you're going to say. Uh, so what are you willing to settle down with? Say he doesn't make that much money or say he doesn't like, you know. If he doesn't make that much money, I'm willing to ignore that if he he's makes a you, good man. Okay. Yeah, because at the end of the day, money really isn't everything. It's harder to find a good man than it is to find. Yeah, I'd rather. I, I mean, of course, my ideal man makes good money and he's a good guy. But we know <laughs> that that's reality. Most men can't do both. Most men can do both. And honestly, like most guys, I mean, even broke niggas cheat a lot. So it's not even the amount of money because a nigga who's homeless will cheat. So imagine a nigga who has a lot of money and the, you know, options to cheat. We always say that cheating is a rich man's sport. It should be, but the broke niggas do it too. And I'm like, and, and bitches, I just want you to tax cheating niggas. Like, I feel tax like cheat. if we like tax, tax niggas who cheat, niggas would cheat less. Mm -hmm. Stop making cheating free for men. Oh my Make God. Make them yeah. pay for it. Make them pay for hotels. Make them pay for dinners. Make them Make pay for them... your nails. Make them pay for everything because they wouldn't cheat on their girlfriends if they can't. I mean, only the ones who can do it can afford it. And then if you cheat on your girlfriend with you, girl, you got something out of it. Anyways, uh, is that bad advice? No, it's amazing advice. It's good advice. Because if you're going to cheat, make sure you make these niggas fucking pay up. Yeah, because you're always going to be the side bitch. So I feel like if you're going to be the side bitch, get something out of it. You know, you don't, you want it to be a mutual beneficial cheating relationship. Um, do you have a question? No, that was my no, question. That was, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That, that was my question. That was your question to me, that I would accept a man who is not as doesn't make as much money as long as he's just as poor. I'm crying. You must say poor. <laughs> I was going to say poor. But I didn't want to be disrespectful. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, anyways, my next question is, how are you staying fuck nigga free this summer? How am I staying fuck nigga free? By staying without a boyfriend. That's how I'm staying fuck nigga free. Ooh, okay. Y'all okay. not about to catch me fucking slipping. Ain't no nigga about to cheat on me. Ain't no nothing. I'm going to stay fuck nigga free because I'm going to live very unapologetically. I'm going to be the city girl that I am and was destined to be. So until a nigga wants to wipe you up and then instead of girl at the red lights working <laughs> on, on the, the headlights. Headlight. Um, okay. I'm staying fucking free by traveling, bitch. You can't catch me because I'll be catching flights. While you catching feelings, I'm catching flights. That's I'm staying fucking free by looking like a rich bitch and smell like one too. Okay. Wow. So thank you for following us on this journey. It was actually really fun. We had some hiccups, you know, but I want y'all to understand that, you know, we were trying to find a way to say the niggas ain't shit in a positive way, but still kind of like put a little we salt. We said that some niggas are good. Yeah. And I love that for you all. I can't believe I came out of my mouth. <laughs> so, thank you, so thank you so much. Follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Spill, except Twitter, which is Sip and Spill One. And why I don't follow us. So Give us a five, five star, star rating. Give us some five star, star bitches. I sip wine, wine, wine Kick my feet up when I get tired And as I recline Take another sip, let my thoughts on wine, wine Sip it and spill it